It's like you have an inner navigation system surveying the landscape of your life and charting your best potential. And all you have to do is sleep. Ready to make the most of it? Let's get dreaming. Hi, Dreamweaver, and welcome to the Dream Interpretation Station. I'm Sleep and Dream Specialist Leah Bolin, here to help you tune in to the power and meaning of your nighttime dreams. Have you ever noticed how quickly you can forget your dreams? We've probably all had one of those times when we woke up from a really vivid dream and we went to tell someone about it just a few minutes later and we're like, oh my gosh, I had this really crazy dream. I was, oh my gosh, what was that? And even when we wake up, sure, we're not going to forget this one. It may quickly disappear upon waking. Some people believe they don't dream at all since they're not even having initial glimpses of their dreams when they wake up. But regardless of whether or not we're remembering our dreams, we are dreaming. The National Sleep Foundation estimates we dream four to six times per night. We just happen to forget 95 to 99% of what we dream on average, and we can improve our dream recall. Today, we're going to dive into this topic of why dreams are so quickly forgotten and what can we do to get more of these dream memories to surface. It's a really great place to start our dream journey together. After all, it is hard to tune into the power of your dreams when you have no dream memories to play with. So let's tackle those questions I so often get, which are, why don't I remember my dreams and how can I improve my dream recall? Now, if something happened hours ago in waking life, you're still going to remember it happened, right? So how is it that a really vivid, crazy, or interesting dream experience is so hard to hold on to once we wake? Well, there are, in fact, a number of reasons for this, and one big factor is all in your head about something that's going on in your brain, to be precise. A part of the brain called the hippocampus, which plays a key role in how you form and organize new memories. The word hippocampus derives from the Greek hippos, meaning horse, and campos, meaning sea monster, and it got its name because it has a shape that resembles a seahorse. As we go about our waking day, it's this part of the brain that helps us hold on to our new memories and experiences to store them, at least temporarily. It doesn't seem to hold on to them for long, just it seems until we go to sleep, and then it gets busy sending those details off to long-term memory, and it helps to make these connections between the memories and any sensations or emotions we have tied to those new memories. So when that song comes on, that takes takes you right back to something that was happening years ago while that song was playing. Well, that was the hippocampus that helped you make those internal connections. This part of the brain is very busy while we're sleeping, helping to organize and consolidate the prior day's memories. It doesn't seem to be taking in dreams themselves as being new memories. So essentially, unlike our waking experiences, our dreams have nowhere they're being held on to. We have this moment upon waking when we can capture them, and if we don't, they tend to quickly disappear. Now, the good news is we don't have to remember our dreams for them to still be doing really good work in our lives. Dreaming is an incredible process that can remain completely unconscious and still make a big impact to how we perform and function in our lives. 
A couple studies conducted at Harvard, for instance, show that when we're learning a new task, something intricate that we have to really zero in and focus on how can we perform this, well, if we get a chance to take a break and specifically dream and then come back to the task, we will have improved our task performance. One of those studies showed that if you roused a dreamer while they were dreaming and asked them exactly what they were dreaming, if any of the details of the dream seemed related to the task itself, when those individuals came back to the task, they were 10 times better at their task performance on average. This is huge. We don't uh, think about how much our ability to advance day-to-day is locked in with our ability to dream, but that seems to definitely be the case. Another study done by PNAS, that study was having people work on these creative problem-solving brain teasers. And when they came back after a chance to take a break and dream, they were 40% more creative in performing that task. So it's amazing what your dreams can do for you, even if you're not remembering them. But when we do remember some of our dreams and we pay attention to them, well, that's when we can turbocharge their powers in our life. Through working with your dreams, you can better understand what they're working on, how they're working with the stories of your life or the problems that you're working through, and you can open yourself up to insights and ahas and creative ideas that your dreams are bringing to the forefront. It's a great way to help yourself improve and grow. And we can get more of our dreams to surface. So let's dive into exactly how can we do this. Well, it's going to begin with ensuring you're getting a healthy night of sleep. When we are sleep deprived, we're actually dream deprived because it just so happens it's those last couple hours of a night of sleep that we are doing the most of our dream sleeping. When we go to sleep at night, we spend the first several hours getting all of our deep sleep needs met. And we hear a lot about the importance of deep sleep for physical restoration and rejuvenation. Uh, However, it's those dreams that are helping us with our mental and emotional restoration and rejuvenation. Um, You could think of the first hours of sleep as your sleep to survive mode, getting all that deep sleep for the physical needs. And it's those last hours of sleep that are your sleep to thrive mode. That's when we're getting our dreams and they're helping us to consolidate all that learning and memory, really helping us to regulate our emotions. And they love to seek creativity problem solving those dreams. So we do not want to skip out on sleep because it's those morning hours that we are doing the majority of our rapid eye movement dream sleeping. And we want to aim for natural sleep that's not being brought on by sleep medications. Being sedated is not the same as sleeping. Hypnotic drugs like Ambien can actually suppress our REM sleep. So when we're on certain medications, it certainly can have an impact on how we're dreaming. Now, assuming you're getting a healthy, natural night of sleep, there are some easy ways you're going to be able to get more of your dreams to surface and stick. And the first place to start is with intention. Let's face it, we've been taught from a very young age to just forget it. It's just a dream. And we have done a really good job, many of us, of just dismissing our dreams. 
But once you make that decision for yourself that I want to pay attention to my dreams and work with my dreams, you're already setting yourself up to have better dream recall. Anything we put our attention and focus on increases in our life. And the same is true for dreams. So when you go to bed at night, you have an opportunity to set the stage for more dreams to surface. See yourself, envision yourself waking with a dream memory and envision yourself writing it down on a pad of paper or in your dream journal. When I was first trying to learn how to work with dreams and I wanted to remember as many of them as I could, I would start this little mantra up in my head just as I was falling to sleep. I will remember my dreams tonight. They'll bring insights to light. I will remember my dreams tonight. And my little monkey mind would grab hold of that and start to program my subconscious mind that I want to remember my dreams. So set that intention as you're slipping off to sleep. And then you want to ease into waking. How we wake to the day so often scares dreams away. Many of us are waking with an alarm clock. And as soon as that alarm clock jolts you awake, you just went into fight or flight mode. Uh, Your mind is going straight towards what's the panic? What do I need to do here? And any fleeting dream memory is going to have been completely forgotten quickly. And now if you have to wake up with an alarm clock, there are some options out there to consider. For instance, there are progressive alarms. There are apps you can download for this as well, where they start off so quiet, you don't even hear them, and they just slowly increase in their volume. And what happens is you really don't need much sound to wake you up. And so rather than scare you awake, these just ease you awake, which is a much better way to wake up. There are also alarms that just start to turn on a light. So depending on what works for you, find something that's much more gentle as a way to wake up. And if you can forego the alarm clock altogether, that's fantastic. The best way to wake up would be with a natural awakening. When we wake in the morning, we were just dreaming whether we remember it or not. And we have an opportunity to recapture that dream in this moment. So rather than pop out of bed like a piece of toast from the toaster, uh, lay there for just a minute or two and allow yourself to be in that groggy place. Go right back into whatever sleep position you were just laying in. There's this wonderful body-mind connection that happens, so it helps to just crawl back into that sleep position. And with your eyes closed, just think to yourself, what was I just doing feeling, experiencing. Don't push too hard, but just lay with that for a moment. And like a momentary case of amnesia, oftentimes a flash will come back in, even when you didn't think you had a dream upon waking. And once that comes back to you, you can start to reel in the details. Oh yeah, I was on a boat. Oh yeah, my aunt was on the boat with me. Oh, she was driving. Oh, a whale jumped in. You can just keep going and reeling and reeling until you get as much of that detail back as possible. And then I like to just lay there and rethink about the dream at least one more time fully in my mind. Because it's in that couple minutes after we've woke up that the hippocampus is coming back online for storing short-term memories. So just by thinking about the dream in those morning moments, it helps to store them at least momentarily. 
And then you want to capture your dreams upon waking. Don't let them just slip away again. Uh, and the sooner you get something down, the better, the more details you're going to be able to hold on to. I'm a journaler by nature, so keeping a dream journal is just the natural way for me to go. I love to have journals filled with my dreams. I have three decades of journals filled with dreams, and it's, I think, for me, just the best way to go. I like to keep as much of the details as I can. If you're not someone who likes to keep a journal or feel like you have any time in the morning to be writing about dreams, well, at least keep a little notepad and pen by your bedside so that you can grab a couple of bullet points before you go about your day. There are other things you can do. There are apps you can now download where you can type your dream into an app uh, on your device, or there are also recorders on all of our uh, phones these days. Every smartphone has a recording app on it. So go ahead and push that record button and just say your dream uh, while you go about your morning or talk to someone about the dream is another way to get it to really ingrain so you're not going to forget about it. But it's wonderful to have a place that you're capturing your dreams so that you have somewhere to reconnect with them when you're ready to work with them. And don't forget to think about what were you feeling while you were in the dream and make note of that because that's going to be such an important part of how you work with that dream. I love to, before I am done with journaling a dream or writing down a dream, to also throw a title onto that dream. Every dream deserves a title. It's a great way to just get yourself in a couple words to consolidate down what was this dream meaning for you or what was this dream about. Uh, and it's going to be a really helpful thing to start doing as you capture those dreams. Now, really, our dream journal is our best tool for helping us improve our dream recall. And I'm going to encourage you to start a dream journal, even if you don't currently have dreams to journal, which may seem counterintuitive. But if you were to start journaling in the morning, even when you don't have a dream, just write, I don't have a dream this morning. Or I feel sad this morning. I'm not sure why. Or I only remember I was running. I don't remember anything else. Anything that you write that's related to dreams in the morning is going to start to program your subconscious mind, oh, we want to remember these things. And once it gets that message, it tends to comply. When I fall out of my dream journaling habit, I notice that my dream recall starts to diminish. And I'm someone who tends to journal a dream nearly every morning. But if I fall out of the habit for some reason, I'm just not feeling like it, or you know, I'm just too busy that week, I will find myself realizing, oh my gosh, it's been like over a week and I haven't journaled a dream. Well, all I have to do is go back to the journaling habit. And that may again start with, I don't have any dream recall this morning on those first couple mornings. But within no time, within a couple days, my dreams start resurfacing strong. Dream journals are a great way to get dreams to start surfacing. So think about having a special journal just for your dreams that'll encourage you and make you want to write about your dreams. I hope you'll start implementing some of these practices and just watch how your dream recall will soar. 
Capture those dream memories, even if you don't yet know what you're going to do with them. Just writing them down or recording them is a way to honor them. And that'll help you to start to improve your ability to recall your dreams. And soon you'll have plenty of dream details to work with. So to recap, we want to make sure we're getting good quality, healthy sleep because when we're getting our full night of sleep, we're getting all of our important REM cycling in our dream sleep and it is supporting us in our life even when we don't remember those dreams. But to help us remember those dreams, we want to set our intention of remembering our dreams. We want to zero in in our mind that I am going to remember a dream in the morning and have a way to capture that dream ready to go. And when we wake in the morning, avoid waking with a loud jarring alarm clock. Instead, ease yourself into waking as best you can. And don't just pop out of bed like a piece of toast from a toaster. Lay there for at least a minute or two back in whatever sleep position you just woke in and keep your eyes closed as you work on either going through the dream that you woke up remembering to get all those details or if you don't remember a dream don't assume that you won't have it pop back in if you just give it a moment and once you've thought about that dream in your head a couple of times to really try to cement it in to that short-term memory now coming online have a way to capture that dream whether Whether it be in a journal or on an app or in a recording device or just talking it through with someone, at least so plan to get a couple of bullet points down so you can refer to that dream later and give yourself a title on your dreams and make sure that you know what were you feeling in your dream, what emotions were going on for you. If your dream memories have been far and few for you, start implementing these practices and just watch how that dream recall starts to soar. In these initial episodes, I'm focused on leading you through foundational practices that are going to help you foster your dream connection. So you're going to be all set up for an amazing dream journey as we go along. And in the next episode, which releases July 5th, we're going to be diving into the number one clue why you had that dream. That question we so often want to know, why would I dream that? Having some sort of recent dream memory to work with is going to be very helpful to help you get the most from this next episode. So if you haven't been remembering many dreams, give these techniques we just covered a try and see how your dream recall starts to get much more strong. I would love to hear from you to know what questions do you have about dreams? What topics would you love to explore as we go along? You can email me at leah at dreaminterpretationstation.com. Again, that's leah spelled L-E-A-H at dreaminterpretationstation.com. I will put that email in the show notes for you. I hope that you have a great time being a dream catcher using these tips and I am looking forward to helping you start to play with those dreams really soon. I want to thank you for listening to the Dream Interpretation Station and joining me on this dream journey. And until next time, I am wishing you the sweetest of dreams. the sky in this life.
maybe you'll suck. 